Today's daf is a continuation, a lot, from yesterday's daf, where the Gemara was trying to learn the Mekar for Kedushin Bekesef. As we saw, the mission says, Isha Niknas, Shalosh Drochem, Bekesef, Mishtar, Obiel, and the Gemara is trying to figure out what's the Mekar that a woman gets married through Kesef. And the Gemara wants to bring a Raya from the fact that Av Zakai, that itself, how do you know that a father gets his daughter's work when she works? And the Gemara trucking right, maybe from Baisha Simpkam, maybe that's different. And the Gemara attempted many different Makarius to figure that out. Now, the Gemara eventually says, at least seemingly that's one of the Rai's. Anyone wants to know, maybe she gets it, and the Gemara says no. So you might want to go back and discuss that limur. Vahai, six lines in. Is that really what it's for to teach us that a woman that gets married can be married with Kesef? Look at the Tanya. It's needed for something else. The Tanya. A woman that or a girl that was sold into servitude. She became a maid. So when she becomes a begeres, when she becomes an adult, she goes out free. It's one of the ways for a girl to go out of her servitude is to become an adult. Ein kesef, what's the second part? Viyatzachinam. It didn't have to say ein kesef. Viyatzachinam, enough. Why does it say ein kesef? Ein kesef, elu nairiz. That means even before she reaches the stage of begeres, or begeres, she also goes out. That's the stage of nairiz, right? She's a ketana until 12. She becomes a naira. For six months, and then she becomes a begaris when she reaches the uh, age when she has stay Cyrus. So the Gemara says that the Pasuk Yatsachinum comes to teach me Yimei Bagris, and then Gaza teaches me Nairis. So what you see from here is that the Yatsachinum is necessary to teach me that she goes out by Bagris. Now the obvious question is if she went out when she was a Nairo, how is she still there when she's a begaris to be able to go out? And the Gemara is going to ask that. We're going to have to get back to that. Because the Chara, she went out at 12. Of course, she's not there anymore by 12 and a half. Good question. Hold that thought. But for now, the, th- the question the is asking is that the Pasuk's not available for that limud. sticking to its guns. No, this is the Makar. The Makar is Ein Kesef. I, I, th- I need that Pasuk for something else. No, that's if it wouldn't have a Yud, that's what it would teach me. But it has a Yud, so it teaches me a second thing, which is a very funny thing. Because the word ain, how do you spell the word ain with a yud? And then while we're here is learning something out of the way it's supposed to be spelled, that's a little bit of a weird makar. Then why asks right away, Who told you you can do that? Not not the is questioning the Tanoim. The Tanoim have a right to darshan the Torah. But the problem is, it's a little bit weird because that's the proper way to spell it. So who told you, says the we find a precedent for that. The Tanya. Vizera Ingla. Allah is that a woman that gets married, if she marries a Kayin, she's allowed to eat Shumo. If she was a Bas Kayin and she married a Yisrael, she can no, lo- she, she can no longer eat Shumo. Unless she gets divorced, she goes back to her father's house, but only if she didn't have any children prior to going home. If she has children, she's now connected eternally to her husband, and therefore she cannot eat Shumo. And what happens if she has no children? She could eat. What happens if she doesn't have children, but she's, she has grandchildren already? Also, 
She's eternally attached to her husband. She can't eat. How do you know that? So the Gemara Darshan is from the pasuk. With Zera ain't law. She has no children. Ain't law. Ain't liela zara. That teaches me only she has no actual sons or offspring. Zera zara minayin. Let's say Shitaka doesn't have any sons, but she has grandchildren. Tamaloyma zera ain't law. And the way you read that word ain't law is as if I don't know how you do it if you say ayin that comes out of the back of your left foot. Those ions, I don't know. I don't know how you would touch it. But the ain law, ain law means investigate it with your eyes, right? So one is an olive and one is an iron. It means iron law. Look into it. See if there's any offspring, and that would already attach her back to her later husband, and she would not be able to eat. Okay, this is already parenthetically, as we'll see. That only teaches me if she has kosher children. She had a legal marriage. Zara Apostle Manayim. What's if she had not legal children? The Hainu, she had Ba'averio. She has a Mamza or whatever it is. Now that also is considered that she has offspring. She can't go back to her father's home and become and eat Shuma again. Tamalema Zara Ainla. Again, Ainla. Look into her. Investigate her. If you find anything, it's, it's already she knocks off. Says in my woman. The same Ainla you darshan twice. One teaches me about grandkids, and one teaches me about non-kosher children, moms or children. Says I already use that for zera zara. Says zera zara la isachro. You know, you don't need a pussy that inikluch are considered that she has children. The bnei We said that you need that pussy to teach me about inikluch, but really, between me and you, you need a pussy to teach you that inikluch attach her to her late husband. Of course not. Because it's her children's children. So, of course, that's a, that's a sephora. It's a girl. It's a girl. It's a apostle. Fine. So, therefore, but what do we see here? The world looks at the word ain law and says, make believe. If it would have said ain law without a yod, I wouldn't have darshan ain law. But because it's a yod, it makes it, it makes it sound like the word is ain law. Look into her, investigate her. So, therefore, we see that extra yod teaches us that in a kudo. Therefore, we apply it over here. We yatzachim ain't kasev, ain't kasev, without a yud versus with a yud have two different meanings. Says the Gemara. Okay, so you found precedent. But who told him he could do that? Also, I mean, you didn't, you, two, so now you have two two caches. Who told Tana we yatzachim ain't kasev that you could do that? And who told the Tana of of Zara Einla you could do that? Like, how do you know you could do that? Says the Gemara. Ksev me ain't bilam yudless. Because we have places in the Torah where it's written without a yod, anytime it says now with a yod, you have a right to darshan the word yod, the letter yod towards a limud. Over here, the Gemara is darshaning it for zera not kosher. I'm going to get a chumo. Our second Gemara is darshaning it for yatsachinam and kosher teaches me two things. And kosher of the zera, yesh kosher of the nacher, my new. Her father also it teaches me that that she goes out when she's a bagaris. she goes out when she's a bagaris. Ain't kasser she goes out when she's a nairo. And if I can learn both, because it could have said ain without an without a yud, but it says it with a yud. You don't have to. The tanayim would have to. Sure. If you can do it, tw- if you can do it twice, you can do it forty times. But, oh. You need a rekiva for that. And Going back to the Zara Eimla, it's referring to the Kasher Apostle. Does it refer to 
she had to be married in order to apostle her, or if she was a Pnuya? The only way it could be a mamzer is if she was married. No. She had or illicit religious relationship. It doesn't make a mamzer. With her does it make it a mamzer? It makes it. Okay, bustle, fine. That would make it. Not bustle. Not bustle. Not bustle. Not bustle. Not bustle. We'll get to it in Gedushan also. Yeah, sure. If it's offspring, it's offspring. That's what the one's trying to bring out. The one's trying to bring out, even if it's non kosher offspring, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it a ben leader, you can call it a. Call it whatever you'd like. Anything that's considered her child, for all intents and purposes, apostle serve for chumo. That's it. That's all we're trying to bring out. Don't get stuck on the semantics of what type of not kosher child. Doesn't matter. Any child, Umar is saying. It doesn't matter. Even if it's not kosher. No, not that she had a child with an Almana Grusha. She is, became an Almana Grusha and she wants to go back to her parents' home to eat. So if she had no children. If she had no children, if she was an Amanagusha, maybe only, and then and she has a Zarapasa. No, it's two different things. You're conflating two things. If she had, if if this Zara, if this Zara that connects her back to her husband, then automatically she's she's she cannot go home to eat chuma. That's it. Says the Gemara. Fine. So we learned the Makar from Vyatsakina Mekasov. The Itzrich Lamichtav, the Mar is going back to again something that was learned in yesterday's Daft of Gimel Amud Beis. The Itzrich Lamichtav Kiddushah Laaviyah. The Itzrich Lamichtav Maaseidah Laaviyah. The Mar learned out two things in yesterday's Daft. Number one, that when she gets married, that money goes to her father, and number two, when she goes to work, it also goes to the father. Now we'll see how we know that the money goes to the father shortly. The Mar is going to elaborate on that, but the Mar says I need, I need both. Had it said only that when she gets married, that money belongs to her father, she didn't do anything. She didn't work on it. It was like a windfall. It was like winning the lottery. Somebody, a boy wants to marry her. Very good, very good. She got whatever he's offering for that marriage. She works a nine-to-five job. So you think that maybe that money she does get to keep. So therefore it teaches me that even that belongs to the father. Had only said about what her nine to five job is, I would have said to come a thousand because she's working very nicely, but he's buying her her clothing and he's giving her a roof to live, a house to live in, a roof over her head, and food. So, of course, go work and bring the home the, the money to the family. But maybe when it comes to Kedusha money, just the opposite, it comes from an outside source. It's not, it's, it's not connected necessarily to the father. You're working for your you're working for your living. I mean, you're working for your food. You want to eat supper here. You want to eat Shabbos here. Fine, so go work from nine to five and give me the money. I can understand that. But if it's my alma kasi, hava, I would think that maybe that should be her. So therefore, I need two makaris. I need one makari that a girl, when she gets married, as a katana or a naira, the father gets the money. And I need to also learn pasik that a girl, a katana or a naira, when she gets a job, that income belongs to her father. Gufa. Vyatsachinam Elimei Bagris. We started this Gemara before when the Gemara wanted to say that Vyatsachinam is not available for Alimud. The Gemara brought down Vyatsachinam Elimei Bagris. This is referring to an adult girl. And Kasev Elimei Nairis. Says the Gemara, Velichter Rechman and Nairis, Velabai Bagris. 
If you teach me already that she goes out when she's a Nairo, I don't need a Pasuk to teach me she goes out when she's a, when she's a Bagaros. Obviously. Because she went out when she was 12, so she's not there when she's 12 and a half. So the Torah only had to teach me one of the two. Says the Gemara, a new type of Mahalach in Shas. This doesn't come up in Shas a lot. It's a Bazev, a Libid Alzev. You're right. Because I know Vyatsachino means Ba'elu Bagris. Ain't Kasef. Now, what does that mean? It has to be Elu Nairis. But it's only because I knew Vyatsachino means Bagris. So Vyatsachino means she goes out free when she's an adult. And Kasef adds and says, and by the way, not only when she's an adult, fully, even when she's, we'll call her a partial adult. She's a Nairo. Ain't Kasef. But it's only because I dashed Vyatsachino for Bagris. So it's Bazev, Limit Alzev. It's A is coming to teach me B. Now, obviously, once I have B, I shouldn't need A. But I only got to B because I had A. So therefore, that's the lima that Rabbi says. Says the Gemara, and where do we see such a concept? This is not the only place in Shas where we see such a thing. We see this also regarding the halachas of a Teisha Vesachar. What's a Teisha Vesachar? In short, the difference between a Teisha and a Sachar is an Eved Ivri versus an Eved Kanani. Or really, as we'll see shortly, a Teisha and a Sachar is the difference between an Eved Ivri but there's different types of Eved Ivri's also. We know there's an Eved Ivri that's in Nerzah, that he has to stay as an Eved to Yavol, because he decided to say, He has to work for him forever. There's another type of Eved that after she, she goes out. Now there's a difference between a Toshav and a Sacher. What's a Toshav and a Sacher? So we'll see right now. It's Negev for Hilchus Truma as well. As the says as follows. Titania, Toshav, Zekanu Kinyan Oilam. Toshav is referring to a yid that you acquired as a slave forever. Now, forever doesn't mean forever, it means till Yavel. Because you know Oilam is Yavel. Ad Oilam, Kanu Kinyan Oilam, he acquired him forever. We'll use the word forever, meaning Yavel. Sacher, what says Sacher, Zekanu Kinyan Shanim. This is referring to a Kinyan Shanim, someone that's acquired for years. The Hainu, he's going out eventually, very shortly. What's the halacha regarding these things? Pasik, if you look at the side of your Gemara, you'll see the Pasik says, Any zar can't eat kodesh. Toishav koyen v'sachir loyechel kodesh. The toishav of a koyen and the sachir of a koyen can't eat kodesh. Meaning, Evan Ivri, no matter if he's a nirza or if he's a yotze b'sheish, we'll call him a toishav or a sachir, cannot eat shuma. Now, why can't he eat shuma? Because he's a, he's a yid, he's a Yisrael. The, why does the Pasuk have to tell me that? Oh, because Kenyan Kaspoy, Evid Kanani, could eat Shumo. So Evid Kanani could eat Shumo, but Evid Ivri, no matter what type of Evid Ivri he is, he cannot eat Shumo. That's what the Pasuk teaching me. So the Gemara says, I understand. All you had to say was, even an Evid that you have until Yovel can't eat, and I would automatically deduce on my own with basic logic that someone that's only there till six years for sure can't eat. Says if that would be the case, I would have said no. Had it only said Toshav, and it wouldn't have said Sacher, then I would have thought Toshav is at Kanukinian Shanam. But I would have thought maybe Taka Kinian Oilam could eat. If he's an Eved until Yovel, he's Ke'ilu. Evid Kanani, Ke'ilu, that he's able to eat. So I need both to teach me. It's because I have both. So therefore, when I says, I found precedent for this. 
Rabba said a chiddush in the way we learn a pasuk. What he used over here, Yatzachinam ain't kasef. That Yatzachinam, the Elu Bagris, teaches me. Therefore, ain't kasef teaches me nairis. Bazevli midalzeh, and we find such a concept that Toishav and Sacher, where it's a bazevli midalzeh, Toishav and Sacher, both of them can't eat. Bazevli midalzeh. It's only because I know Toishav means a kenyan kenyan olam. Therefore, I know that Sacher means a kenyan shalom also can't. Go ahead. Saying Taisha over there, we're having you have a first but didn't have you have to before 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 you before you ask a question. Think about think about what you're saying, what you want to say, and compare it to Bagris and Aris. Right, yeah. Okay, good. Um Bagris, the first part the first khaya did a positive talking about Bagris. Yeah. But I wouldn't know Nairus yet. Comes along in Kasa teach me Nairus. Right. Here, if I have Taisha, which is talking about forever, I would know the temporary guy. I wouldn't need the second part of the Pesach at all. Correct. Hagufa. No. As Buzz Evelyn will say. Right? That teaches me about verse. And yet it says Vesachir. So why does it say Taisha? Because it says Vesachir? Just say Teshuv. No, Teshuv wouldn't help me. Why not? Teshuv is teaching me. Oh, no, if it only said Sakhir, then I wouldn't be Teshuv. But how do you know what Sakhir means? You only know what Sakhir means because it's already said Teshuv. If it would have said only Sakhir, same thing, that's what I said. Use the same thing as, as by Gerson and Iris. If it would say Sakhir only, I would say Sakhir means so that's a you can't know Therefore, because it says twice, and there's a redundancy, so it teaches me one means Teshav means Kenyan Olam, Sacher means Kenyan Shanim, and therefore, it's a Bazev, Leibu Nalzeh. I teaching us what Teshav and Sacher mean? But essentially. How would you know what it means? Otherwise, you would say maybe it means something else, right? It means a, a guy. Evit Kenani. I says Kenyan Kasper, good question. But that's what I'm saying. There's, a, there's an extra in the Pasuk, really, technically. Because if it would say Teshav Kenyan, I should know already that Sacher Kenyan. So why does it say Sacher? Ah, I only know Sacher because Taka, I know Teshuv means Teshuv. That's a buzz level, even I'll say. So we see precedent to the thing, right? Clark. Says the Gemara. Amalei Abaya Midami. Abaya says, I hear, but I'm not asking. Why not? Because it's, not, it's, it's apples to oranges. Hosem tre gufi ninu. The Teshuv is not the Sacher, and the Sacher is not the Teshuv. There's two individuals. One guy's name is Toshav, and one guy's name is Sacher. The Chinami Kasev Rechmona Toshav, Nirzo, Lo Yechal, Vahadah Kasev Idach, Harvah Sacher, Milsad Asim Kav Lechaymer, Milsad Asim Kav Lechaymer, Tachem Kasev Lechra. I have no problem with the Toshav and Sacher Pasev. Because even though it's something that I should have and could have and would have figured out on my own, but sometimes the Torah does that. Milsad Asim Kav Lechaymer, Tachem Kasev Lechra. I have no problem with that. Because there's two different people. But Abayi says, by a Bikris and a Nairo, it makes no sense. She can't be a burgress that's going out if she was a Naira that went out already. Because it's only it has to be six months later. So if it's by one person, it's one girl. Sprinciento became a Oma Avriya at nine years old, and at twelve years old she goes out. So why are we even talking about twelve and a half? Bakhlaw, why is it even in the Pasik says the She left already at twelve. What's she doing? So why does the Pesach even have to talk about it? 
It can't be. It can't be. If it's two different people, I can understand why the Torah would say, I didn't know this type of person, but even this type of person. But this is the same person. We're talking about a certain type of bagaris. We're talking about a type of bagaris where we don't know that she's a bagaris. I know she has a physical defect that she's never becoming an adult. So beggar the islanders. What does that mean? I would have thought. Says Rashi. First, second wide line on the bottom. Islanders. If she never developed Simone Godless, so she never became a Naira essentially. But she also has a level, she skips the whole Naira status. A girl that's 12 and doesn't produce Simonim, we wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. She's a Kitana up until 20. At 20, what happens now? Bagaris. So you have a Matthias where a girl never had Naira's. It's Bagra the Islandess. She goes from Katano to Bagaris. But Yatsachinam teaches me that type of girl goes out by 20. And Kasev is that type of girl goes out by 12 and a half. By 12 as an Iru. Here? Here? Because there's a Bagaris the Islandess. It's a different type of Bagaris. It's not your standard Bagaris. Maskala, Mabravashi, Vlav Kavachim. Says Markanda, Alpashi Kavachim. Umasi Monin, Shein Maitim, Shusav. When a girl becomes not 12 years old and she gets simonim, she starts becoming an adult. She doesn't leave her father's domain. The hainu, the hainu. What does it mean? She, we, we know that as a girl, if she's a nairo, she's still under her father's domain. And a lot of different halachas and a negaya. If someone's ma'anaser, she get the father gets the money. All these, all these type of things. So, one minute, I thought I thought she became an adult already. If she would be employed as a maid, she would go out free. Why? Because she's an adult. But when she's, work, when she's living in her father's home, she's still a child. So how do we look at this Nairo? Says, when it comes to reaching adulthood, yet they are So Bagras, Bagaris definitely leaves her father's domain when she becomes... 12 and a half years old. She's on her own, totally. So, I don't need a pussy to teach me that she goes free. Of course she goes free. Even from her father, she goes free. Ke'ilu. Ke'ilu. We'll use the words, goes free. Her relationship with her father ends when she becomes an adult. So for sure, her relationship with her master ends when she becomes an adult. Says the Gemara, Therefore he wants to switch it. We're talking about that islandess could be sold as a girl like any other girl. I, I, we don't, uh, she's, she might not reach Nairis. She might go straight to Bagus and she might be employed now for 11 years, which is unfathomable, but at some. So I would think that maybe I can't sell such a girl. The islandess, that, that's what the Pasuk is teaching me. Meaning, if the girl's going to reach Nairis, then you could have a sale. I would think, but if she'll never reach Nairus, that sale is null and void, it never went through. That, yes, Bagris, the Amar 
I don't understand. Marbara Rashi's whole kasha is, if she can leave her father's domain, if she can leave her master's domain, so for sure she leaves her father's domain. Yeah, but, but Abayah's whole premise is that sometimes things that say, and I couldn't figure it out on my own, it still says in the Torah, things that I could have on my own come to that conclusion, the Torah will sometimes write it. So what, what do you mean? What, what, what do you mean that yeah, it is a Kalvachimer. And yet the Torah wrote it. Sometimes we have that. Great answer. Very, very good answer. Very Jewish Giret. Listen, if I, if I have an answer, I have an answer. If I don't have an answer, I'll tell you. Meaning, if, if you back me into the corner, I have no way out. I'm going to say, Yeah, the Torah will sometimes write something that I could have figured out on my own. But if I have an explanation, I'm more than well happy to share with you. So therefore, I have an explanation, so I'm sharing it with you. Adkan, an omen and a half of Makar, Kesef, Manolan. How do we know a girl could get married to Kesef? That was all based on the answer. I think where I've said, Amar Vida Marav, Vyatsachinam and Kesef, Tav Gimbal Amad Beis, yesterday's stuff. Talad Amad Beis, the Gemara says, Vitanam Aisil but we have a Tana, we have a Brisa also. Now, Rav, I'm going to Rav, A, two things. A, he didn't have to know the Brisa. And B, even if he did, Rav Tana Opalud. Rav could argue with the Brisa. So Rav learns it out of Yetzirah and Kasev. But there happens to be, the one I found the Brisa that talks about also, what's the Mekar, what's the source that Kesef Benolam? Says the Gemara, the Tanya, Keikach ish isha ubalam. If a man will marry a woman, and then he decides, no good. The words of kikach, kikach means cash. Kesef have a transaction. It says the word kesef. It says the word kach. Therefore, kesef and kach, kicho, no problem. This is what we learned in our base. Before we get to Aloy I just want to share. If anybody needs to share a Rav Hashanah, you have to always have prepared something. This is a, this is an easy one. Anytime. Why do you know Kesef? A woman's in the Scottish Kesef. We couldn't find a better transaction in history to compare marriage to than Avram and Ephraim. It's, it's, it seems like a little bit of... It's like, it's like finding, how do you have to make a hundred kailas? The mother of sister cried a hundred kailas. I mean, there's a lot of characters in Tanakh, but the mother of sister gets a half a line and say, Vesheftim, and that's it. That's what we, it's like sometimes, you know, like there's one transaction in history we would love to like not talk about. That's Avram and, you know, and Ephraim. And yet, marriages are learned out of... And every marriage we do, we do Kesef. We don't do Shtar, we don't do Bia. We do Kesef. So every marriage is based on a, on a, on a transaction between Avram and Ephraim. What, what, why? Why is that the why is that the paradigm? Every transaction in history, somebody feels like they got gypped. Listen, he sold his car. He needed cash, so he sold his car. He wishes he could keep his car, but he needed to. Or this guy needed cash to pay tuition. So he's selling whatever he's selling in his store. He's opening a business. There's always somebody that's not happy with the transaction, but something that needs to be done because I, I, need, I need cash, or I need the item. The only transaction where both people came out thinking they won was Avram and Ephraim. 
Everyone's like, Avram Yishev Yosef, idiot. Everyone's like, Marisa Machpel, idiot. Both of them thought they got the better end of the deal. That's how marriage needs to be. Well, husband and wife both need to always think that they got the better end of the deal. That's a successful sale. There's no other sale in history that ever happened where both people thought that they got the better deal. That's, that's the lesson. Okay. Good one. You can use it. Go ahead. Says the Gemara. Valoi Dinu. Says the Gemara. But at them. That's good, man. My wife could have got the better deal. Yeah, for sure. No question. I agree. Valoi Dinu. Valoi Dinu. You have to strive to reach a Roman Ephraim status. Right, you want to acquire a Jewish maid. So the way you acquire her is with Kesef. You can't acquire her through Bia. That's Because it's not a marriage. It's a servitude. So Zusha Nicholas with Bia. So a woman that you could acquire through Bia. Meaning, I found a type, different type of relationship where cash works and be it doesn't work. So if I found a place where be it does work, then cash for sure should work. That's Igmar's assumption. Says Igmar, mm, not so fast. I'll prove it to you. You can't, that relationship can't get off the ground with Kesef. That relationship is only through Bia. That's how, that's, how that's how you consummate that marriage. So therefore, it's not a good sushtel. Says more, no, I'm, it is a good sushtel. You know why? Because Mali Yavama, she can't any kind bishtar. Tell me, Brazil, she can't bishtar. Yeah, but a, a marriage can happen with Bia and Shtar. So of course it can work with Kesef. As opposed to Yibum, can only work with Bia. So don't bring in Yibum Bechlal. So LMI, if Bia and Shtar work for marriage, so for sure, Kesef should work for marriage. Because by Amma of Rio, Bia doesn't work, and yet Kesef works. So Kesef is a lighter form of, mar- of acquisition or transaction. Therefore, for sure, short for marriage. Says the Gemara, Tamaloymar, ki yikach ish. Says the Gemara, Halam likro, asilo. Why you talking to the Pasuk? You just came up with a very good, very good logic. Amar Vashi, mishum the ikalam emar, meikoro the dina ferchit. Echid kamais islam. Me amar vio. So I can tell you very simply. Simply. Where do you learn it out from? You learn it out from amar vio. <laughs> you can't compare a marriage to Amavriya, even though many men like to. Because a marriage, Amavriya enters with cash. And the way, the way you end that relationship could also be with cash. The way you begin a marriage can be with cash. The way a lot of marriages end is because of cash, but not through cash. So therefore, says the Gemara, it can't be that the. the but it's not, it's not through cash, as we're going to learn in the Gemara, we're going to get to it tomorrow, but the point is that you, you can't end that relationship, you can't end the relationship via giving cash, so therefore, it says the Gemara, so therefore, so because I had a good svaro that I wanted to compare a amma to a marriage, but it wasn't such a good one in the first place, because the way that relationship dissolves, it's also not the way that other relationship dissolves, so it's not really a good sushto. So therefore, kikachish. Now we see kikachichu kikachu mistei efron. Says the Gemara of itzuch lemichtav yatzachinam veitzuch lemichtav kikachish. So why do you need both? The Hainu, We have Rav's opinion, as we pointed out before. Rav yesterday's daf v'yatzachinam ain't kasef, and we have 
today's kiyikach, 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 Mr. Efron. So why do you need both? One is enough. Says the Gemara, Hava Amino, Kedushin diyov lebal dido, Hava Kasarachmona v'yotzachinam. I would have thought that if, when it says kiyikach, I would have thought Davka Kedushin diyov lebal dido. Only when the husband gives to her. Now, we, the way, the way our marriages work, and the way it's supposed to be, as we're going to learn the next couple of Dafim, is the man has to give something to the woman. Not the woman gives to the man, not the woman, not even that the woman gets from the man, potentially. It's that the man gives to the woman. Even though that's not 100% true, but for now, we'll say it like that. So, it has to be something that he gave her. So therefore, I need the other limit also. I would have thought if it's maybe if she would give him, she would say, you know, here's a hundred bucks. I'll be married to you if you take it, or here's a hundred bucks, and we're now we're now a husband and wife. So I would have thought the yahava the day have a kedusha It has to be the transaction happens through him and not through her. So if you look at Rashi, Rashi has a little bit of a different gift than we have. Rashi says, Hey the Yava Ihi Lidi Day. Our gifts in the Gemara is our gifts in the Gemara is um Hey the Yahava Lay Ihi Lidi Day. This is a shadow if you take that word lay out or not. I would have thought that he says Rashi, the Kivon Dashmi, you know, the Kesev of Rishas. Because I know now that cash is a valid transaction for marriage, so I would have thought Mali Kesev the day, Mali Kesev the day, who cares whose cash it was? It has to be the man that's purchasing or acquiring. And it's not that a woman is taken. By a man. That's that's the Nakuda. Which Sigmar will elaborate, Matashem, not enough, but evolved by Riches on this Nakuda. Says the Gemara. So until now we spent learning, how do you know? Right? We went through Haisha, as opposed to Ish Mikadesh. We went through Nikkness, as opposed to Ish Mikadesh. Bishaloish, as opposed to Bishlaisha. Drachim, as opposed to right? we went through. And now, the Kesef, we went through the Kesef, now up to the Shtar. The Mara doesn't talk about Shtar. The Bia, oh, Bia, we're about to do Bia. What happened to, to, to Shtar? Well, so Daf Hayam and Aleph, the first words, tomorrow's Daf, you can see it in front of you, in the top of the page, Umanayin Sha'ar Bishtar. That the Mara's going to get to. We're going to get to Shtar. But now, for now, the is going to Uboalo. Okay, we're going to be, not Kesef Shtar Bia, we're doing Kesef Bia Shtar. Says the Gemara Ubaal, Malam Shirik is Rebiel. Says Kikachashish Ubaal Leol, right? Ubaal. So that teaches me that the Kenyan can happen through Biel. Although Dinu, the truth of the matter is, I shouldn't need a pasuk. It should be self-explanatory. Umayevama sheiniklis bekesef. Yet niklis Rebiel. Zu sheiniklis bekesef. Anything sheiniklis Rebiel. Lachayra for Yevama. That relationship happens through Biel, and it can happen through cash. So now that we prove that cash could be a relationship a builder in a regular issues, so for sure Bia should be. Why not? If Bia works for for, for Yevama, says Imar, that's not a good point because you can buy a Jewish maid 
for cash, and you can't acquire it with beer. So because cash works, doesn't mean that beer works. That, that's pushing. So it says the Gemara, no, Malama Avriya, she can't, and can yell Shumishas. Tell him to she can yell Shumishas. You're telling Tzu, Alma Avriya, I was telling Tzu Yavama. Yavama is a marriage. I'm telling that Tzu to, to a different marriage. So you're going to now apply Alma Avriya, which has nothing to do with marriage? Now, the fact that Alma Avriya has nothing to do with marriage is not 100% accurate. The Gemara will have to come back to that because we know that one of the ways of Alma Avriya ending her servitude is Yiyud. Yiyud is a form of the, the master marrying his maid, and that's her going out l'chayr. So that's an acquisition. So we're going to leave that for now. We're just going to take the Gemara's word for it. That's the sugya coming up in a couple of days. But Tamalayma Obala. So the Gemara says that I couldn't have learned, I, I wanted to learn it from a logic that if Yavama works, and for sure by a regular marriage it works. The Gemara says it's not logic, because Amavriya. And the Gemara says, no, Amavriya is not a Isha's. But Tamalayma, we go back to the initial Limut Obala. I just explained to you the Alpi logic that if a Yavama could, then for sure this should. Because I can frag up the Pircho. I can frag up the logic. When we started this, what's your tush though? You want to compare a marriage to a Yibam. As you say this is a line that you need from Sechtas Yavamas. I think it drops in here in Sechtas Kedushim. You know why Yibum works with Bia? Because she's married already. What do you mean she's married? Her, she has, her late husband is six feet under the ground. Yeah, but her marriage is a continuation. She, he, she's marrying his brother to continue that marriage. She's continuing that marriage. So of course Bia works. Because she's Zikukovaymedes, the Hainu, Rashi. But to start a relationship with Bia, that's not okay. So you're going to tell me you're going to tell Yibum where she was already married? That's not a good Tzuchel. So Sazimar says again. Therefore, I need the Pasuk teach me the Makar for Bia some Mubala, and that's how we know so far. Haisha, Nicknaries, Bekesef, Mishalo, Yishdrachim, Bekesef, Ubabil. Tomorrow, the Gemara Nadaf is going to learn how we know Shtar as well, and as you said before, that was correct. That was the correct answer. But you're going to have to learn a couple lines until you get to that correct answer.